are Locked On Spurs, your daily San Antonio Spurs podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This episode is brought to you by Spotify Green Room. Download the Spotify Green Room app and find one of our Locked On Rooms. Welcome back to Locked On Spurs right here on the Locked On NBA Network. Hope you're having a good day. A happy belated 4th of July. Hope you had a fun one. And yeah, yeah, this this heads up, this episode may go down the drain fast with the news about <laughs> AT&T <laughs> leaving the naming sponsorship and what our guest has a suggestions on what the next name or slash sponsor should be for the uh, Spurs home. But we're going to be talking about that. Uh, what happened? What did the report say? Why is AT&T leaving the Spurs? And much, much more, including some uh, off-season talk and free agency target, Bobby Portis. Yeah. To do that and more, I'm joined by the man, the myth, the legend, the guy who can make any photo of himself look awesome when he's working out. <laughs> thanks to the helping serving of some EV oil or coconut oil in this case. He is James <laughs> Pledger uh, with San An- ESPN San Antonio. Excuse me. He is a co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. Over at ESPN San Antonio, Monday, I'm sorry, Saturdays, obviously, from 9 to 11 a.m. Check it out. James, um, do you have a nice, healthy coating of oil on you right now? I am old up and ready to go. I'm I love. By the way, you know, that photo that you sent me, man, that took off. For those of you who haven't seen it, just go to follow James on Twitter at I am Pledger right now. He takes the most perfect physique photos. Like, that's the way to say it because I, you glisten. You glisten. <laughs> I appreciate it. There's uh, no oil. It's just pure sweat from the workout. <laughs> no, all in all, man, your, your progression is going pretty well. And um, without, any, without giving away any of James's in-gym secrets, um, yeah, good job, buddy. Good job. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. Yeah. I've, uh, I've been trying to put in that work. <laughs> Well, you definitely it's definitely paying off. You have an you have an IG, don't you, as well, where people can see your progression. Oh yeah, it's the same as yes. my Twitter. I am Pledger. There you go. Go check it out on um, James's uh, IG right now. See his uh, workout progression. And if you need inspiration, it's it's a definitely a must see. I need it. <laughs> my 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 spare tire, man. Woof. Thank you, coronavirus <laughs> quarantine. That just wrecked it, man. All right, let's dive into this. Um, I guess we'll start off with the uh, AT&T Center news. That's kind of been the big news that uh, took over yeah. the, over the weekend. Um, for those that do not know, um, the AT&T Center is called the AT&T Center because the AT&T business company uh, has the sponsorship rights. Well, a report came out, I think, late Friday. came from uh, Front Office Sports, first to report that AT&T is out as the Spurs Arena announced a sponsor and minority owner. Now, why, you may ask? Basically, just came down to business. Um, the headquarters used to be in San Antonio, and then AT&T moved it to Dallas. That's one. Two, they pay a boatload of money for Jerry Road, don't they, James? A boatload. Yeah, they do. Yeah. And so it came down to a cost-cutting um, effort. So they said, yeah, we can't afford to be paying uh, the Spurs. We out. And by the way, we're done being a minority owner as uh, well. James, uh, this is normal. Sponsorships happen in sports, but for some reason, Spurs fans are biting their fingernails and worried about this move. Your take? Um, I think it's a lot to do about nothing, but there, I get the concern. 
Um, I think it's a lot to do about nothing because of the new ownership, which is basically taking AT&T's place in terms of the stake, and that is Dell and 6th Street up in mm-hmm. Austin. But I understand the concern in terms of and it's a it's a market that is now not winning like it was mm-hmm. there has been no fans in the stands or limited fans over the past year and a half two years and it is a, a an entity in Spurs Sports and Entertainment that has sold off every other piece that it owns to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. Right. So, like, I get where the concern comes from, especially when you lose a naming or title sponsor as big as AT&T in a city not known for having huge corporate dollars to spend on stuff like that. Right, right, absolutely. The uh, report went on to say that it'll still be called the AT&T Center up until the fall of 2022. That's when their current contract will expire, and then the Spurs will be looking or probably are starting to look for a new arena sponsor. I, I get the fan concern, yeah, because if you look at everything as a whole, yeah, I get why they're biting their fingernails. You, you mentioned the, the the sale of the, uh, what was it, the Rampage to the Vegas? Um, not just the Rampage, the Silver Stars also went there. They're now the Silver Las Star- Vegas Aces. Aces, that's correct. Las Vegas is becoming a hotbed of sports now. I mean, the, the, the Raiders moved there, the is that Golden correct? Knights, the Raiders. Yeah, yeah. You and don't think you, the NBA you, wants to wet their beak with some Vegas money too? Oh my goodness, you know that. After what they went through through the uh, pandemic, yeah. I mean, Vegas is a hotbed right now of everything that seems to be related to sports. They got that. Then they have a new arena out there, the T-Mobile Center or, or the T-Mobile Arena. Yep. So you put that all together, yeah. I get why Spurs fans are nervous. I can see that. I mean, San Antonio, you know, is one of the smaller markets in the NBA. Even when they were winning titles, they were usually still in the red. Um, mm-hmm. it, it just, you know, they, they're still bleeding money. You have the uh, investor Michael Dell coming in from Austin. Then you have the 6th Street San Francisco-based company come in. Yeah, you you get it. And then I believe there was a report recently uh, asking, okay, well, who are these entities that sold their shares slash stakes so, so Dell can come in and get this and 6th Street as well? Come to find out mm-hmm. they were local companies, local San Antonio companies that were selling off their shares. You put that all together, plus with at and uh, dipping out. I get it, Spurs fans. I get it. But you remember, it, this is normal sports business. This is sports business. Now, if you start seeing um, – uh, I'm making this up. You know, Let's just pretend Seattle didn't have an, a basketball arena, and they say, okay, we're announcing a new basketball arena being built. All right, maybe. Or, or Las Vegas say – we're opening a brand new basketball center specifically for the <laughs> NBA. When they come, I'll be, okay, what's going on here, James? But as of right now, you're right, James. I think it's much to do about nothing, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's a lot to do about nothing, but it is something that also be should at least be looked at with a cautious eye because this is the last bastion of sports in a town – that you know doesn't have other professional sports we've got this and some minor league baseball and san antonio fc in the nasl i believe right 
Yeah. So, I mean, there's not a lot here. And then also another concern that just manifests itself is Dell, 6th Street, Austin. Yep. Expanded into Major League Soccer, which they they got over San Antonio. Spurs group. You're not sure with the with Peter J. Holt taking over for Peter Holt and, and and the change of structure of the organization. You're not sure exactly what his commitment to mm-hmm. not just the Spurs and keeping the team, but even keeping the team in San Antonio would be, or as a businessman, what the benefits of moving it elsewhere would be. Right. And look, um, to be fair, Peter J did release a video. Um, mm-hmm. uh, the Spurs released it uh, saying that in a nutshell, everybody calm down. They're committed to the, the, the community. But I'm pretty sure I've seen be- those videos on in front yeah, of every team. Thank that's you. Ever moved. Thank you. I was about <laughs> to just say that. Built Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever with nine delicious flavors, including the limited time flavor. When you need something health, healthy and good tasting, you want to get yourself a Belt Bar. Nine delicious flavors, as mentioned, include coconut, coconut, almond, cherry, raspberry. The list goes on and on. So there's something for everyone. And if you don't know what your favorite flavor is, well, go with the mix box. They have a mix box where you get two of each of the nine flavors. Most of the flavors have 17 grams of protein, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and only 4 grams of net carbs. So go to BuiltBar.com right now. Use promo code LOCK15 to get yourself 15% off your first order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. If you don't don't believe that, that's the city of Seattle and the fans of the Sonics. Um, There's a great documentary that I think all Spurs fans should uh, watch, and it's about the move from Seattle to Oklahoma City. It, it's a great uh, documentary. I've seen, I don't know if you've ever seen it. It will leave you heartbroken of, of just what the city of Seattle went through when the Sonics moved and mm-hmm. the lies and, and, and the, the emails that they say. And then you see videos of Seattle uh, Sonics uh, presidents and GMs coming out there making these public addresses saying, we're committed to Seattle. And then next thing you know, boom, they're gone. Um, and it, 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 it's very interesting too, because in that video, it's almost, you, maybe I shouldn't tell Spurs fans to watch that because then they'll really start biting their fingernails. Cause it's so eerily oh. familiar to what's going on right now. It's so weird. But anyway, uh, as of now, again, you know, keep an open eye Spurs fans, but again, don't panic. Don't be running out you know, to the streets and pitchforks and everything. As of right now, it, it, it appears that San Antonio will be the home of your San Antonio Spurs. I'm waiting for the Saturday morning hangover arena to be announced with this, the Spurs' new home. Is oh, you're waiting James? on the wrong arena name, my friend. Really? You need I thought you yeah, had those, the French fry kind of Coliseum. Mm. You know what, though? Well, for those who are out of San Antonio, there's a company, uh, a restaurant in San Antonio, I don't know, restaurant, fast food, uh, seafood place called Fred's Fish Fry. They're everywhere. They're like peppered everywhere all over San Antonio. And they have these <laughs> boxes. They're red and blue little, I guess, 
color forms of fishes. And they have this one blue fish kind of jumping out of the water. And that's their logo. You know what, James? The court wouldn't be that bad looking if it had that kind of look. It looked kind of cool. It looked <laughs> like, kind of cool. I'm all in. You French want fish the French arena. fry make arena happen. to happen, don't you? I you really want really that to happen. I really do. Almost as much as I want the Saturday morning hangover arena to happen. Or you know, the Saturday uh, morning hangover center. That sounds cool. That just sounds cool. Mm-hmm. That just does. Either way, it's win-win. You know, you you also, yeah, look, fans have been chiming in. There's There's been the HEB Center, which is a local grocery store chain in Texas. If, for those of y'all who don't live in the state, um, there's... It's literally I mean, the best some, grocery store there is. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like pretty much just in, insanely awesome. Um, you can... I. I Kids have dates there now. It's that big. I mean, it's that big of a thing to do to go out to the HEB. But nonetheless, you have the obvious that many people think will happen, which will be called the Dell Center. I would not be surprised if that's yeah, what that would be happening, James. If I'm putting my money on on it in Vegas, it's the Dell Center. Yeah, and Michael Dell has big, big, big bucks. Uh, the new one of the new owners. Oh, of the he Spurs. also has a big, big, big say now in what the next sponsorship could be. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So the Dell, Dell Center is definitely likely going to be the name. I, you know, the HEB does, uh, well, they, are they, they're the naming sponsor for the Austin Spurs, I believe. They play in the HEB arena out in uh, Cedar Park, Texas. Can you see a company like that stepping in? Or it just it just seems to me that Dell Center is likely going to be the way they're going to go. No, tech money is a different kind of money. <laughs> Which I look hear at you Oracle have Arena, look at, yeah. you know, tech money is just, it, it's, it's obscene and different. And uh, I think that the way that especially Dell is trending through Austin and South Texas with their sponsorships and namings, I mean, that, that might, is just the way that I believe that it's going to go for mm-hmm what will be the artist formerly known as the AT&T center. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, that arenas have had already what two name changes. Now we're about to have two. There was the SBC well, center. Then it got merged well, into the AT&T. SBC yeah. was AT&T just under one, a name change. Gotcha. Gotcha. And then if you uh, remember SBC be- was Southwestern bell, Southwestern, yep. like, you know, it was just, it was tech tech companies merging over and over again and it just became AT&T finally. The memes that are flying out there right now. Uh, first of all, Spurs fans, kudos to you and your awesome Photoshop skills. I, I don't have them, but they they are just hilarious. You've seen the French Fish Fry Arena. You've seen this, this is one of my favorite ones. The Alamo City Fireworks <laughs> uh, Arena. You've had yeah. the San Antonio Zoo chime in. I saw you that had, one. You had the Taco Jalisco number 21 arena pop up. Yes. <laughs> James, that but that might be a winner right there. Can you yeah, imagine I'm that? All in. Yeah. James is all in for the most wackiest name that you could think of. And if you have a wacky name for the arena, make sure to let James know on Twitter at I am pleasure right now. Follow him. So that is it. That is kind of the business side of what's going on with the Spurs right now. But there is some roster potential players that could come in and make the roster even better to get into some off season uh, talk. Now, uh, James, the, the, one of the bigger reasons why you're here is because you want to make a case that maybe the Spurs should take a look at Bobby Portis right now. Uh, playing hmm. well, 
you know. So you've been Bucks. listening to the show, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. Well, I was on the uh, the Blitz Friday. That's that's real. Oh yeah, yeah. Minute. But that's yeah, well yeah. after. <laughs> I've had this yeah. in the ether for a while. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. I'm sorry. No, that that was my first exposure to Portis uh, with the Blitz. Oh you know, recently, no, no, but... no. I've had this in oh, okay. the ether for a couple of weeks on the Hangover. Oh, okay. Well, well, it's take it just away. Now made its way to the Blitz. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Okay. Well, take it away. Because Why they finally got to see him look start. at Portis? <laughs> well, there's a big reason right there. Yeah. Look, look what he can do. There, there's your reason. But Bobby Portis is an interesting pick. A guy that could be flying under the radar right now to be a solid off-season acquisition, huh, James? He could be a markedly fantastic upgrade to the roster. Um, Bobby Portis is playing in Milwaukee as the kind of backup to Giannis for the most part. He's a stretch four. He can defend multiple positions. He shot 47% from three this year, but he only averaged about, you know, Derek White or Devin Vassell minutes between 10 and 15 minutes a game because, I mean, how often is Giannis really going to sit, right? Right. So you wonder if you – I'm taking the Daryl Morey analytical approach of how they went and got James Harden of he was a six-man, he did this and this amount of minutes. If I extrapolate those minutes out, could this be his production? Well, we finally got to see it with Giannis out mm-hmm. because of that sprained knee and he performed extremely well in that game five bucks win over the Hawks in which he had 23 points and, and Tim board defensively, he was yeah. incredible and he's a high energy guy. Right. So he really is. I'm, a, he, I, I'm about bringing like, people with that dog mentality onto this team. Like, I don't think the Spurs have a whole lot of, like, rugged dogs on this team. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. His, the, he's described as just pure hustle and energy uh, when he's on the court. And he uses anything, and I mean anything, to motivate him. I don't know if you saw the, mm-hmm. uh, the, the tweet that has been flying out there. I mean, he takes it to a whole other level. I think he says something like he just imagines that somebody on the other Talking team slapped his, his mom. mom. His mom, yeah. yeah, and that riles him up. I mean, you can't get any more motivated than that. If you, I mean, it's just it's basically uh, uh, the water boy uh, tackling yeah. fuel. That's pretty much what it is. It's just tackling fuel, and he's definitely using that. But you look at Porter, and here's a guy that can can he be in a plug and play kind of person? Or you think he'll need his time to get get going familiar with the Spurs system? Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. The f- baseball season is in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get all the latest news, odds, and info for your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and UFC MMA action. Before the next pitch, head on over to BetOnline on your laptop or mobile device and check out all the great sporting news, sign-up bonuses, and contest info. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. This is your chance to get into the game as teams prep for their runs to the playoffs. Head to the website right now or use your mobile device sign-up today and get yourself a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook. Use promo code LOCKEDON. I- 
Um, I mean, it depends what the Spurs want to do with their system. I'm not sure the Spurs system is even really the Spurs system anymore because right. it didn't look like the Spurs system last year, and those guys had all been here for a while. So, I mean, it is what it is. I'm looking for players that can stretch the floor, switch defensively, guard multiple positions, and not get exposed like Jakob on the perimeter, and just help this team be a better, more complete version of what it could be. And someone who can space the floor and shoot a high percentage from three while also defending and switching multiple positions. And if you add another player like a Lori Markkinen via free agency with that money that you have, and then go get a, a Doug McDermott, who's another big mm-hmm. floor spacer. I mean, all of a sudden you have completely revamped what this team is on the fly. You have added more three point firepower and it, what it does is with the threat of three point shooters, Mm -hmm. defenses have to close out harder on shooters than they would people that they're less afraid of. Right. Mm -hmm. And as you close out harder, you're committed harder to getting out and defending on that. You get over pursuit, which can lead to open lanes for the slashers, a.k.a. the DeJounte's, the Derrick's, the Lonnie's, uh, and the Keldon's. I'm, it just does. It's the way basketball works. You, you, you swing in the ball around to get an over pursuit from a defender who is out of position, and that leads to an open shot on the perimeter or an open lane to attack and possibly get a foul on a late rotation to help. That's the way basketball works. And the Spurs have not had that. They've had a bunch of mid range guys with little to no three point shooting to where you saw teams half ass kind of jogging out with a hand up to not even really contest a shot because Mm -hmm. they're not afraid of the, of the players that the Spurs had out there trying to space the floor so they could pack Mm -hmm. in the lane, which is really why we saw such a downturn in the second half of the season. When they were hot, they were red hot, and that's Mm -hmm. fine. But more often than not, they regress to the mean and below because they're not a good three-point shooting team. So you need to add three-point shooters to affect the defense to want to close out, which makes them over-pursue, which will in turn will also help open the lane for the guys who aren't the best at three-point shooting. And and the Spurs will definitely have a lot of money this offseason if they want to look at uh, Portis's way. I believe he signed a below market deal with Milwaukee. So, you know, he's likely not going to do that if he takes his uh, talents elsewhere. Uh, the Spurs can definitely afford him, but he's as for as much as he has the heart and the grit and, and that dog mentality, he's not very athletic. Um, so there's that. And you, you look at him, I mean, he was, okay. I guess would you say he was okay in Chicago. I mean, he was all right. He was okay in Chicago. He, he was, was okay. Was yeah, great. But yeah, but I mean, he, I mean, he you're cannot asking be him to fill a role, though. You're not asking right. him to be the guy. You're not throwing thirty million at him, trying to max him out. It's a guy that's going to make three million on a player option that he's going to opt out of. Maybe you offer him ten. Ask him to do what he does there, basically space the floor, play really hard defense, and and crash the boards and. All of a sudden, that's not a bad signing. Somebody that can space the floor, 
-hmm. And then when that's not there, still have enough inside game to get his shot off. I'm not asking for him to carry the team. I'm asking for him to be a complimentary piece to guys that you think may end up becoming stars, whether that's Derek DeJounte or Keldon, whichever one you're in, you've invested in two of them already in second deals. Mm -hmm. And the third looks like someone that you are committed to for the future of this franchise. So let's try to start building around them. The best way to build around these guys is to add floor spacers and other guys that will help defensively. Gage, he's taking about 2.4 uh, three-point attempts and making about 1.1. So first of all, kudos to him for at least taking them because Spurs didn't even have guys that didn't even look like they want to take three-point shots. So yay. Mm-hmm. And, but he makes them at a good clip. I mean, he'll hit them. He'll get you at least two, James. 47%. And yeah. here's the thing. Like I said with Daryl Morey and the Rockets when they went and found James Harden or, or other players, you're taking what they do in a limited sample size and you're trying to extrapolate out. So if he's making 47%, taking that many threes and, and making yeah. two a game, what happens with, if we stretch that out closer to four? five, six mm-hmm. shots a game from, right. you know, if you, if you take it and you extrapolate the numbers, can you get those numbers to maybe not match, but be relatively close to the production and output that you're already seeing. And in terms of being a free agent destination, look, we know San Antonio's not in terms of having lots of cap space and trying to woo like a super free agent. Look, that's not what San Antonio is. But in terms of getting guys that can come and play for a championship uh, coach and guys that know how to win, you have to take your shots on guys like this. You have to take your shots on guys that you believe will fit into, A, the culture, and B, maybe you're taking a swing on a Bobby Portis to see if that it works out or not. Maybe you have to get an older vet like a Michael Finley back in the day. Uh, you know, these right. are things that the Spurs had to do, but now you have to adjust that mindset and you have to look at, since we don't have the pillars anymore, at least not yet to our knowledge, you know, maybe we take some swings in free agency not like super aggressive home run swings, but you're taking swings on players that have an upside and you're trying to cash in on the upside that you believe uh, or the perception is that may be there. Mm-hmm. He's actually that 47% uh, shooting from three line. That's his uh, career best right now. Career high. Yeah. I'm aware. Yeah. His, se- yeah. his second was uh, 40% back in uh, 2018, 19 uh, mm-hmm. with his cup of coffee with the wizards. But forty-seven percent, not bad, and he's listed he at six ten. He reinvented his game. Yeah, he's listed at six ten. He can play the power forward, the center uh, spot. There's your stretch guy right there. We know Jakob, you know, for all the good he can do, but he's just not that. That that's just not. He'll I don't think he'll ever be that. But here is no. basically this. This is what Trey Lyles should have been, uh, James. Exactly. And it's someone that can help you, especially defensively on the perimeter with switches and maybe best put Jakob into that second unit role. I'm I'm all in and I know I made the the push for John Collins and maxing him out, but New York has 
just as much, if not more money than you this off season. If they wanted to max them out, they could. And I think that John Collins might end up being matched by Atlanta now. Yeah. I mean, that we're getting, we're getting to a point where I'm starting to lean towards he's so why waste a swing and free agency and tie up max money on a guy that likely won't come here if he has an equal or better suiting from other offers and bigger markets instead instead of tying that money up until your offer is rejected use that money go get marketing go get portis and go get mcdermott and just fill out your roster that way and then once you do that, you can basically let the draft fall to you to where you can take any and every position you want. You, If you want a guard, you can take a guard if you like a guard. Lonnie Walker has not been extended, by the way. So as we talk about the possibility of losing Patty Mills and and maybe next year it's Lonnie Walker or right. whatever it may be, like we always talked about having a, a – a, plethora of guards in a couple of years that plethora could turn into a dearth with the way that you know free agency and and Mm -hmm. contracts have come up you've got DeJounte you've got Derek great behind that what is Trey Jones we just saw Quindary Weatherspoon leave Um, not sure if they're going to resign Patty or not but I mean all of a sudden you're starting to run out of guards Mm -hmm. Mm mm-hmm absolutely you know, we're, we're talking with James uh, Pledger. He is with ESPN San Antonio. Make sure to follow him on Twitter at I am Pledger. You know, looking at Portis's stats, uh, he's also shooting a career high just from the field in general, two point percentage, uh, 54% a career high. So you're like, he, he can definitely read into it, aren't you? Yeah, the more I'm looking at this, I'm like, wait a minute, wait. This is like one of those under the radar signings that the Spurs can do. Mm-hmm. This is one of those things like and you know you're talking you're, you're you're talking right now about adding this in, the, in a pretend world. Okay, they, they they add Portis, they add McDermott, um they they get a whoever they draft in the in the upcoming draft. This team could easily turn into at least for next season a very scrappy team. A very mm-hmm. scrappy get to work, let's get down and dirty type of team. And and you're right. I think sometimes the Spurs don't have that that fire player on the roster. And not, I'm not saying maybe Pat Beverly levels, you know, where he, yeah, that energy guy. Yeah. That guy that's going to get them high. You know, Patty tries his best, you know, he really, really does. Uh, but it's not the same. It's, it just isn't the same. Uh, Portis is the guy. I think I could see him get into the faces of the Spurs young guys and be like, what are we doing here, guys? You know, let's mm-hmm. go, you know, something to that effect. And look at his journey. I mean, just look at Portis's journey, you know, from, you know, he was a number one first round pick overall, 2022 20, overall back in the day. Uh, Chicago had his ups and downs, finally got going, you know, and then he gets uh, dealt to Washington. Then he goes to New York. Then he goes to Milwaukee. So he's looking for a home, maybe. You know, he doesn't want to change uh, jerseys. I mean, he'll, he'll probably want to stay with Milwaukee. You know, they're, they're having a nice run, especially if they go to the, play, uh, the NBA Finals. Maybe that may persuade him to take a, a deal to stay there to keep the team together, go for it again. But barring that, James, the Spurs could be an attractive piece. Look, Mike Bunahos is there. You know, he could probably tell mm-hmm. Portis, hey, you know, playing with San Antonio Pop, if he's still there, he's not a, not a bad thing, James. Yeah. And like I said, I'm not exactly sure when Greg Popovich is retiring, but. 
in terms of what we heard from Mike Krzyzewski at his retirement and having a secession plan and having that at, T- at USA Basketball, we know nothing about a secession plan with the Spurs and Greg Popovich right now. And whatever it may be, they have not either tipped their hands or they just don't have one because, let's face it, I mean, Greg Popovich is he's always said he's not a basketball lifer and he has other interests. Mm-hmm. But what else does he have right now? He just has his job, basically. I mean, he's got his job, he's got the players, and he's got a, you know, a love of wine. Well, he can do all those things on the job for the most part. Right. You know, he doesn't, he doesn't need to quit coaching to pursue other lifelong activities. I mean, being the head coach of the Spurs and Team USA also gives him a greater platform to, you know, be an advocate for social injustice and right. other avenues that he wants to pursue. So I have less and less faith that, Greg Popovich is retiring in the next at least two years. Yeah. It, oh, yeah. It's, it's going to be interesting in that front, too, how that changes just the look, the optics of the Spurs once they start going through the coaching change. Um, that's going to, you know, make maybe free agents look at it like, okay, what is your plan, San Antonio? Who's going to be your coach? Uh, who is this new guy that's in or woman that's taking over? And you got to maybe strike while the iron is hot right now because right now your most attractive piece on the Spurs bench, if you will, is Popovich. I, I, I just can't see big name free agents saying, I want to go play with Derek White or I want to go play with Jakob Pertl. No, no, again, no mm-hmm. knock on them. It's just, you know, versus I want to go play in New York. There's the market right there. I want to go with, mm-hmm. um, you know, Derek Rose, Julius Randle. You know, so you mm. got to look at everything, everything. And if Portis can come and, and fill a role, as James is mentioning, and, and make this team better than what they are, you, you got to take a swing for it. And, and that's the thing, James. The Spurs have to look at everything right now, their point in their history, don't they? Yeah, but it's a big swing that you would have to take if you think about it in terms of – who Bobby Portis is and what he's likely to command. I mean, he's a guy that's going to make $3 million this year. So exactly what do you think it will cost to lure him away from Milwaukee? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, he, right. I mean, you're already seeing some reports about how these other lesser known name, uh, uh, free agents are going to be commanding that box, man, like just money. I mean, I think, I think uh, look at uh, Dennis Schroeder. I mean, it was reported something like upwards of triple figure deals. I mean, this is it's, yeah. it's, it. It's getting it's getting expensive, James. It really is. It is, and in terms of like you said, maybe he just wants a place to call home. Maybe you can give him a four year, ten million dollar deal and land him because he's looking for more security and carving out a home for himself no state income taxes in Texas. I mean, these are bargaining chips as 
you know, the Spurs that you could bring to the light of the attention of, of Portis if he were concerned about that at all. Absolutely. All right, let's do some quick uh, Spurs news and notes. Uh, t- speaking of the NBA draft and who the new guy will be, shocking, James, the Spurs are looking at more guards. Yay! The, uh, latest, yay! the latest reports are coming out that the Spurs are, are still looking at guards. The latest two are Oregon State's guard Ethan Thompson and Alabama guard Josh Primo. Again, Mm-hmm. Don't jump the gun. These are like the second round picks. These uh, guards are projected to fall in that second round. The Spurs have number 41. But if we look at the, um, the layout so far as a whole, the Spurs are definitely leaning more guards right now in this point out of the draft than bigs, James. Is that concerning? No, not really. I mean, I like Primo. And like I said earlier, I mean, the Spurs are are in a position to where, yes, we thought we've been guard heavy, but we're running out of said heaviness of guards with each and every passing year. And if Patty Mills them resigned, there's another guard gone. We saw Quindary right. Weatherspoon leave this year. Um, Derek White and DeJounte Murray are really the only ones long-term under contract after that. Who do you have? Lonnie Walker? Are they going to extend him? I'm not sure. They haven't yet. And usually with guys like this, they like to kind of knock that out early. So what is the future of Lonnie Walker in San Antonio? I mean, all of a sudden, you're starting to run out of guards on the roster. So I'm okay with them looking at any and every player. We make a big deal about the big man because we don't think that there's I'm trying to think of the most respectful way to say this. Not only is there a, a, not a whole lot of depth with just Eubanks and, and Jakob, but yeah. there, there's not a lot of talent there. Yeah, I, I, it's just it's not a they're they're not multifaceted in both sides of the court. Let's put it that way. They don't there. have the complete skills. That, yeah, that's the best way to put it. Perfect. So, I mean, that's what we fixate on because of that. But at the same time, there aren't a lot of guards left on this team either. Mm -mm. No, With each passing year, we seem to lose more and more. And we don't know if Trey Young or Trey Jones, excuse me, is going to be a serviceable, actual, legitimate piece to this team or if he's just a guy that they're going to ride up and down to Austin a whole bunch yeah, because he hasn't proven that he's anything other than that right now. So it's one of those things where you have to look at how the roster is constructed, look at the upcoming contracts and then try to figure out, you know, what happens worst case scenario. Well, worst case scenario is, they're not a huge fan of Lonnie Walker and that Lonnie ends up leaving in free agency anyway. Right. And they don't try and make a push to resign him. Well, then yeah. you're left with just a couple of guards. Yeah. It's, uh, they definitely have a, an abundance of guards right now, but that can be thinned out pretty, pretty soon. And it's going to start with Lonnie Walker as James is talking, because the Spurs have a decision to make with him moving forward. Hey, we're done talking. We want to hear from you. What do you think about, the AT 
uh, and T Center no longer going to be called the AT and T Center in a few uh, what twenty after twenty twenty two. It's going to be the Fred's Fish Fry Arena. I hope so. If not, I am pushing for the Saturday morning hangover arena ASAP. It has to happen, James. I'll pitch in about couple, I'll pitch in about five bucks. That should, that should cover it, right? That should yeah, cover, I right? think that'll yeah, that'll get awesome. it done. Yeah, five bucks. What's it cost yeah, to rent yeah. one of those anyway? Oh my goodness! You know, I thought about that. I actually thought about that. Asking the Spurs, how much would it cost me to put Locked On Spurs on the jumbo? Like during their timeouts, mm-hmm. just to advertise it, but then I get nervous. They're gonna be like, "Oh no, no, that's just nothing. That's about a couple of thousand. Never mind." <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Moving on. Uh, but also, you know, what do you think about Bobby Portis as a free agent target for the Spurs? And the Spurs continue to look at guards this um, this offseason ahead of the NBA draft. You can let James know on Twitter at I am Pledger. Do it right now. He is the co-host of the Saturday Morning Hangover. Go listen to it every Saturday morning, hence the name, over on ESPN uh, San Antonio Radio or their YouTube, which is my favorite way to watch them. That's my favorite way. I can just watch and look at all the comments and see you react and see you flex every Saturday when you turn off the guns. And uh, he and Jack Thompson put on a really, really good show. And subscribe to Locked On Spurs wherever you get your favorite podcasts, Stitcher, iTunes, the list goes on and on and on. And hey, 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 the uh, draft is ahead of us. And the Lockdown NBA Network is going to be covering every single step of the way. Starting on July 19th, the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, presented by Lockdown and Odyssey, will be featuring analysis from the GOAT of NBA Mock Drafts, Chad Ford, and Odyssey NBA expert Brian Scalabrini and general manager Ryan McDonough. Our Locked On NBA local experts like yours, like yours truly will be making live selections and possible trades uh, for your favorite basketball teams throughout this week-long special event. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get podcasts. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and the news that matters to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y. James, I want to thank you for hopping on this episode of Locked On Spurs. Continue sending us oil up picks. We love them. <laughs> I got to go buy some more coconut oil real quick. I, that, that, that's, why James, that's why he's in the car right now. That's how important it is that he has to rent the HEV <laughs> right now to get the coconut oil. So for James Pledger, I am Jeff Garcia. We're going to put a lock on this episode of Locked on Spurs.